Thanks for listening to FYI Salem, the podcast about what's happening in the most hip and historic city in Massachusetts. I'm Salem Mayor Kim Driscoll, and welcome to the latest episode. Be sure to check out the FYI Salem newsletter and all the latest news from the city of Salem online at www.salem.com. Hi folks, this is Mayor Kim Driscoll, and I'm pleased to be joined today by our Director of Parks and Recreation, Trish O'Brien, who's here to talk about the completion of one of our most visible signature park projects to date, the Forest River Park Outdoor Recreation and Nature Center. Welcome, Trish. Good to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We're super excited about the new pool facility, which will be opening up later this month. Can you give us a sneak preview of what the whole site consists of? Sure. We are so excited as well for the ribbon cutting and the opening this weekend. This project, we have two pools. One is actually a shallower pool, so it gives us a lot more opportunities for various types of programming, and it really assists in the ability to teach swim lessons and to give younger kids. They don't, it's not so deep. It's only three feet. It's just a little more comfort level maybe for new swimmers. And then we have the deep end that has the lap pool. So by this design, we just have so much more flexibility with programming. In terms of the whole site, we have the awesome splash pad that's on the perimeter. Can't wait to see that in its finished product. Oh, it is so beautiful. And we incorporated public art into that. And so that splash pad is outside of the pool also. So it, if we are at pool capacity, it gives people the chance you know, to use the splash pad while they're waiting maybe for, for some turnover in the pool. Or if you don't feel like going to the pool, you yeah. know, you don't want to do the full pool compliment. You can now just have little kids running around the splash pad on a hot day. That's terrific. Exactly. And it's so close to the beach as well, the little <laughs> cove beach. Uh, so that design is really cool, too. It's it designed after layers of time and the different geology of the region in Massachusetts is kind of represented there. And they did a really nice job of incorporating these brass inlays with fossils that are all found in Massachusetts coast. So it, it's an awesome, awesome project. We have a full concession stand this year, which will definitely offer a lot more than it has in the past. We've got cold sandwich options, obviously all the stuff that kids like, right? Right. So you've got the pizza, hot dogs, grills. Um, We'll have cold sandwiches and and options for adults as well. Turkey BLT, for example. So it's really going to be kind of a, a nice menu. And With same this, same operator who operates at the golf course, right? Correct. Yep. And obviously, you know, ice cream. Can't can't have a concession table without ice cream. I love it. I mean, it's a terrific facility that's been in place for over a hundred years. So to be able to see it uh, breathe new life for the next generation is so key. It's a terrific facility. It's been used for over a hundred years, and to see us sort of make the investment to make sure it'll be around for another hundred years is so key. I know we've been working with the Salem Y. They have been managing the pool in prior years, providing lifeguards and swim lessons. Can you talk about the partnership with the Y and what they bring to the table? Sure. Um, we've we've always had a great relationship in, uh, with the Y in terms of assisting each other, programming, partnering on all kinds of events for kids and recreational programs. So Charity is a consummate professional. She uh, really has an, a very professional training system. They have, you know, they have the expertise of, of the lifeguards. And uh, so I, I just feel so confident that our community is in really good hands with them running it. And the lifeguards are always really on top of things. So they've been down there training and uh, they're really excited about the whole project. And I saw had- Charity last week and we were just all, both like smiling ear to ear yeah. that we'll have this beautiful new facility that not only, you know, will allow families to enjoy all summer, But the swim lessons, like a really key life safety lesson. We're hearing these horrible stories of young kids drowning far too frequently. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we'll be able to offer free swim lessons, 
get kids who are in camps, you know, summer camps in Salem, some sort of time of their own to be down at the, the pool. Like all those are, are really key and we couldn't do it without the why, that's for sure. It's such an important life skill and, and you're right. I mean, it's just tragic anytime something like that happens and it's far too common. So that's definitely one of our goals, uh, the city and the why. To be yeah, able to I think continue we're to teach that. Having those conversations about, you know, uh, offering swim lessons on an expanded format, even from what we do already. And uh, I know we were talking with Councillor McLean about, you know, how about adult swim lessons? There are folks who have grown up and just the life safety aspects of it. So now that we have this brand new resource, we definitely want it to get used. And swim lessons for young kids and adults and the why make just for a great partnership to take that on. Absolutely. So can we talk a little bit about the pool rates? when folks can use it, what are the prices, what are the hours. I know, like I said, we're offering free swim lessons for Salem kids and free or discounted passes for income-eligible families. You know, we don't want any Salem family to be denied from using the facility, so we will always ensure that any resident who wants to utilize the pool um, will have an option to do so. But this pool is a very expensive operation, not just the cost of the capital, which the city has absorbed, um, but also the operational expenses that go with a facility like this. So can you just share with folks what the rates are and uh, what you should do if that might be a little bit uh, out of your budget? Sure, absolutely. We did some research on some local areas and we, we cut our prices probably in half. So we absolutely have a goal of making sure that everyone can afford to use the pool and we will work with anybody who feels like they can't afford these prices. So I'll go over them so you just are aware and then give you a little information on how to sign up for a, a summer pass. Resident daily pass is $5. So if you just want to, you know, you're only going to come in a couple of times a summer. You just want to feel like you're going to go on a hot day or if something comes up, you just decide to go. You can just do a, a $5 day pass. Uh, resident youth is $25, and that's from ages 13 to 17, and that's for the whole summer. Individual, uh, 18 and over, is $50. Uh, a senior, age 60 and over, is $40. And then a family pass for anyone living in the same household for the whole summer is 125 And that's something that people can pay over time, or again, anyone who can't afford that, we, yeah, we, no one's going to be denied access. You know, they can pay throughout the whole year. Yeah. We, we have plenty of options. So if anyone feels like they can't afford those, they should just feel free to reach out to myself or Kathy McCarthy, my program manager um, with Parks and Rec. And the hours that you think the pool will be open, can you talk a little bit more about that? So the pool is open six days a week. Uh, it, it is closed on Monday, so it's open Tuesday through Sunday. Most days are 11 to 6 p.m. And then we have one evening, uh, Wednesday evening, that we are open from 12 to 8 p.m., and then they have um, the morning swim lessons before they're open to the public. I mean, such a great way for us to use this facility as, as many days as we can, as many days as we can staff it too. And obviously you need a day for cleaning and maintenance and the like. So um, should be good, put to good use after two years of us not being able to use it. So. Exactly. And we have uh, the Y, you know, came up with a draft schedule to include some lap swim for, you know, individuals and a lot of open family swim. It's a draft, so if people in the community have suggestions, we can also you know, try other things. But this is the best way that they could come up with to kind of make sure everyone gets a chance to use it and sure. enjoy it. And I know we're spending a lot of time talking about the pool because we love it, but we also have some additional community space that's built in to the facility. We've got, obviously, upgraded the locker rooms, the concession stand area, and we've got almost a classroom size kind of function room that could work to accommodate both classrooms that will be coming to experience any of the work we've done around the resiliency. The shoreline has had significant upgrades to address, you know, <clears throat> building a more resilient future. And then I think we're also thinking about that space could be rented out, much like we rent out the Winter Island Function Room. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's actually going to be on our agenda for the next Park and Rec Commission meeting this Tuesday to just set the fees. So we're just doing research on trying to find local comparisons. But to be honest, we have the best. I mean, between the Winter Island Function Room and this room, having beautiful water, ocean views um, in, in a really intimate space is just amazing. Yeah, you can't get closer to the water than either of those two rooms, exactly. for sure, at the, as particularly at the price that, that we rent them out. But it's also a great way for community members who are celebrating a milestone. I was just there for a graduation party at Winter Island Function Hall, and I suspect we'll have birthday parties and graduation parties and anniversaries and bridal showers and baby yep. showers <laughs> at uh, this function room as well because it's in a great location and it's got a great view. Exactly. And the capacity is uh, 50, 50 or technically, I think, 49. And then there's a little patio out front. So it's going to be a great spot. And as you said, intimate, right? It's not going to be massive weddings, but it's going to give us options in the community to be able to utilize an amazing space. Yeah. At an affordable rate. Terrific stuff. And so we, we talked about the concession stand. We talked a little bit about the, um, the splash pad and the community room. Can you just mention the splash pad will be open longer hours, right? So when the pool is closed, you might still be able to access the splash pad. Is that? Is yeah, that absolutely. So basically the splash pad, similar to Mary Jane Lee, we can program it. So it, it can be programmed to be available kind of all day, all summer, up until obviously dark. And then it has features where you press the button or it's a motion sensor where where it'll save water and turn off if nobody's using it. But if someone's out there using it, they can continuously utilize that area. Yeah, which also is terrific. We know a lot of times we lose lifeguards when college starts back up. So getting the pool operation up and running longer, while it's a goal, it can be really tricky from a staffing perspective. But the splash pad's always there. So if we get a super hot day at the end of September, the pool may not be open, but the splash pad still could be on. Yeah, and we're just, I mean, we're finding also it's getting so hot earlier in the, in the season. So as soon as we're past the thaw we're we're getting those places ready yeah. ready so that they have availability on that first spring hot day on the weekend for sure. Kudos um, to you and your team. Forest River really looks great. We did the baseball field a couple of years back. The pool and the area all around it uh, is now upgraded, the shoreline in particular. We know that we're focused on trying to relocate Pioneer Village to Camp Nomkeg to create a living history museum there. That's going to free up space for the Salem YMCA to operate a camp in a place that's almost like being on an island, except a heck of a lot easier to get to. And with all the amenities there, new basketball courts, new baseball field, uh, walkways that are up and obviously this phenomenal new pool, um, it's really going to make a great experience for so many of our kids, families, and adults to enjoy. And uh, as it wraps up, I just want to recognize all the work you've put into it. I mean, there's a whole team working on this, but it comes under park and recreation. So a lot of hours going into trying to get it right and uh, trying to make it fit within the budget. (laughs) So if folks have other questions or are looking for information about where to get a pool pass for a day or a season or to book the, the community room for a private event, where should they go, Trish? Um, in order to get that season pass, uh, they would need to register through MyRec with Park and Recreation. So we're doing um, online memberships right now where people can go on, join. It's for free, just joining MyRec so they have a login, and then they can purchase their passes with a credit card uh, online. We will have that in the future, kind of open all year round. Right now, it's trying to get as many as we can online because I think the demand will be high. So you can keep doing that all the way up until July 2nd when the pool is open for the whole summer. If you purchase a pass in person at the pool, it will be just cash or check only on site, but they can still always come to the Community Life Center or do it online with us. And if they have any specific pool questions, all the rules and, and information is online and on our site at Salem Parks and Rec Forest River link. But if they have specific questions that really revolve around the pool or programming, they can reach out to the YMCA. 
Perfect. Well, thanks for being here, Trish. We're super excited to get everyone swimming in Salem, teaching them how to swim and enjoying that wonderful facility. Uh, before we wrap up, there are a couple of other brief things you should know about. If you're looking for yet another easy way to live car-free or car-light here in Salem, we're excited to introduce you to Get Around Salem, our new community car share program. You can download the Get Around app for your device to set up an account and then find one of our fleet of hybrid vehicles stationed around Salem. Check it out and go for a low hourly rate whenever you need it. It's operational 24-7. We've got cars positioned in different neighborhoods throughout the community. For more details, visit salemma.gov slash getaround. And also earlier this month, we launched Salem 311. This new service allows you to dial 311 from any phone in the city. And during city business hours, you'll be connected to a live person who can help answer questions you might have about a city program or service. Take a report about an issue in your neighborhood, something that needs to be fixed. I just called today, as a matter of fact, uh, relative to an issue you're having with a sidewalk. And Cheryl was very helpful. It's meant to make it an easy way to, if you've used C Click Fix, our online app, this is even easier just dialing 311. So far, I know that our call team has been enthusiastic about being able to help people address issues, make sure we get them reported, and essentially create a work order system for needs in our community. Definitely want to help make uh, our community work well and take pride in the effort of our public works staff. A lot of these are public works calls. They're not all calls for public works, but many are. And uh, it's an easy way to let us know if something's not working in your neighborhood. And as we wrap up, I just want to say once again, thanks for listening to FYI Salem. I'm Salem Mayor Kim Driscoll.